Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interview. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interview. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up because you know where this rubble and dust. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say. Morning, buddy. Happy Thursday. We're staying dry. Survived the storm. Uh, or maybe there's more storm coming. So far, survived the, survived the storm. Today on the radio show, Chris Aaron is going to join us straight up at 10 o'clock. He's got a... He wrote, a, he wrote us about food today at the Daily Memphian. And I like food. I imagine you like food. We'll talk to Chris about food, including including the fact that uh, Second Line, which is Kelly English's place over there, it's been a while since I've been to, to Second Line, one of Kelly English's places, but they are, they're doing a deal whereby uh, they're having a, they're, they're, they're taking off all the New Orleans stuff off the menu. Pop-up menu. Briefly, briefly, and they're having a pop-up Oktoberfest menu. And uh, and it's going to be from September 1 to October 3rd. Now, you may ask yourself, that's not October. But it turns out... Oh, and Jeff, I'm, I've I, been to Oktoberfest. And I, it turns out that I may have to ask Chris for clarification about this, or maybe you know. Mm-hmm. Oktoberfest doesn't actually involve October? No, it's basically like the, the arrival of October. So it's basically all September. It's it's basically Oktoberfest is like every it's like Oktoberfest is like Christmas Eve spread over a month for 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 October. Correct. 
It's like a here comes Oktoberfest? Correct. So it turns out you don't have to twist the Bavarian's arms very hard just to be like, hey, do you just want to drink a bunch of beer for like the next month? Well, what I'm happy about is we don't Oktoberfest? We don't have any German food in Memphis. No. Among we the, used to have um, Erica. Yeah, among my complaints, we don't have Cuban food in Memphis. I loved Cuban food in Miami. It's really, let's be honest, the only thing I really loved about Miami. Cuban food. Was the Cuban food. Um, I mean, listen, all those, all you people who love Miami, that's great. And uh, Fishman's from Miami. But Miami was not for me. That's not true. I liked Miami more than South Florida. Let's put it that way. Okay. Miami felt authentic to me. I liked Coral Gables. I liked uh, Gerald Avenue where I lived down there. Once, once I moved, I got out of Sunrise Phase 4, which is where I lived. When I, yeah. when I first moved down there, I lived in something called Phase 4. You don't like the, the cookie cutter, the cookie everything's cutter, the same. The, like, the, yeah. the gated communities, the strip malls. The, yeah. And then, and then the, the sense that, like, one of the things I really love about Memphis is there's a real sense of place here. People, people are from here. People identify with it. Whether they're bemoaning it or loving it or celebrating it or toasting it or criticizing it, there's a real sense of place here. And it didn't strike me that was true as much. Like there was New Yorkers who happened to be living in Miami. They weren't particularly invested in South Florida. Maybe they're invested in where they lived in phase four. That was my experience of it. So I didn't love that. But I love the Cuban food. We didn't have Cuban food here. There's a place downtown called Cafe uh, Havana Pilon. I don't even know if it's still there. Modest, but tasty, but not good Cuban food. And German food, so far as I can tell, none. There was that place that opened uh, over in Overton Square that was briefly. Yeah. And let's be honest. Can I Can I just be, can we talk completely bluntly amongst ourselves well, There's a reason why it was open briefly. It was not good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I would like a delicious Wiener schnitzel. I just want a Wiener schnitzel. That's all I want. I just want Wiener schnitzel. Mm-hmm. And you want uh, the wiener? And uh, so anyway, so Chris wrote about food. We also have more to talk about him with the more about the Grizzlies to talk with him. Did you see Dylan Brooks was booed in Germany? D- Dylan Brooks was playing an exhibition game for Canada in Germany, and was booed. Yeah, that's tough. Like, <sighs> because it's also like you just want to be like, you know. He's got some villain tendencies, but like I'm not sure if you've he read a history wants book. To be a nice guy, he wants to be loved. I do think secretly. he got kind of. I think he kind of got caught up. Totally caught up in the in the image. Yeah, living the, the gimmick. Anyway, Chris Harrington, straight up ten o'clock. It's Thursday, so we're going to play right and right trivia, uh, Jeffrey. I was uh, I was at church Sunday at Idlewild Presbyterian, and after church, I uh, I was having coffee and cookies, which I do, you know. A little sip and share, a little whatever, you know, a little coffee and cookies the after the fellow, service. The fellowship the hall fellowship special. In the fellowship hall. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I met a guy who said, I went to school with Jeffrey. I think he's great on your show. It doesn't surprise me. I, he, trivia may have come up. His last sound like name, somebody, this doesn't sound like somebody I went to school with. Last name is Williams. Yeah, McCoy. There you go. Mm-hmm. He said, you're both W's. Yes. Sat right sat next, next to you. each other in exactly. chapel. Yeah. He got, he's got to hear these takes for free. So he got to hear these takes for free, and mm-hmm. he got to see your level of genius yes. even as it was just developing. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, he uh, he's not going to join us. Uh, we could have a Williams versus- He has joined us before. When, uh, on Right and Right Trivia? No, he joined us uh, during the pandemic when – so he, he – uh, 
he ran uh, uh, the bourbon company. Uh, Riverside right, Rye. He said he's uh, an entrepreneur. Yes, he, he once is. was a lawyer. He looks like a t- he's a tall fellow, as he if is. he played left tackle. No, played basketball. Played the played five. Basketball. Um, but he now he looks more like a tackle. But that's what often during the happens. pandemic, you know, when like they they were they were one of the companies locally that was making uh, hand sanitizer. Oh, I see. I see. So he, he joined us then? Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, right in the right trivia, Jeffrey is on a uh, started a new win streak the way one does. All you do is you just got to start back from scratch and just start building it, and I think we're up to two in a row. Jeffrey, is there a good prize today? What's the prize today? Indeed, Jeff, we have two tickets to go see Nickelback and Brantley Gilbert on September 17th at Bank Plus Amphitheater. Why is Nickelback ridiculed? Uh, they became like it's, like they became like Nickelback is itself a. I, I, I'm sure there are people who love Nickelback, and uh, I'm sure it's, it's a great prize. Right? Based on the they're amount, only of, big enough. Based on the amount only, of money and records they've sold, right, there are exactly. lots of people yes. that sell. Yes, yeah, you like, only make fun of someone who is this big, right? Correct. Who's like, but then the, there is a uh, Nickelback. Correct. So it was kind of like wrong place, wrong time, in that. They were kind of in this late stage of when rock was still on the radio, and they played mm-hmm. very cookie-cutter rock. Right. And so the other problem is they started becoming like an online joke, and then everyone just kind of picked up on it, yet they're the ones laughing to the bank because I think they've, you know, they're yeah, all got yeah, like yeah, yeah, $100 million. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the critics, the critics don't. You know, correct. They, they don't. They're not the ones printing money. It's like a Leno versus Letterman thing. Like you know, Leno. Leno did pretty well too. Yes, for a guy who mm-hmm. was not loved by the critics. Correct. Leno did pretty damn well. Anyway, that's what we'll be playing for, or one of you will be playing for when we play writer than write trivia. Second hour, Chris Harrington, then writer than write trivia. We do have uh, weather news, golf golf tournament news, because of that storm. Did wake you up, Jeffrey? Uh, Carly, my dog, slept in the bathroom. It was a fierce. It was fierce. Don't know what time it was exactly. There was, I was one. Groggy. There was one bolt of lightning and burst of thunder that happened at like four a.m. That sounded like it was on top of my house. That did wake me up. It was loud. It was fierce. And the tea times uh, at the uh, FedEx Saint Jude Championship have been pushed to ten fifteen. Have they been pushed again? Or are we at ten fifteen? Ten fifteen was the last update gates I saw. Gates opened at nine. So all of you who are just walking through the gates, uh, welcome to the. Uh, Welcome to Southwind. Hope you have a fine day today. The gates open finally at 9 o'clock, and tea time's now 10.15. It started out, by the way, once upon a time, they were going to go off in pairs all from the first tee. Yes. Now they're going off in in threesomes from from one Split tees, and they're uh, playing with clean in place. And they're playing with clean in place. Place. So, uh, but anyway, it, it it starts today. The best golfers in the world are right out there at Southwind, and it's cool. It's cool. It's not some blazing hot day. It's not some hundred hundred degrees, and so uh, you can get out there and see the golf tournament. But that was uh, quite a storm last night. And then the other news, of course, today it is John Morant's twenty fourth birthday. Jeffrey, John Morant's twenty fourth birthday. How do you imagine he's celebrating, or what would you get John ja Morant? Oh, what would you get John ja Morant? Um, Give him a little more space for the next for the next tattoo. He's running out. Yeah, I don't. That's I think a, he can buy anything he wants. I, I, you know what? I'd give him. I'd give him a year of tranquility, peace. peace yeah, I mean, tranquility. I, I, I'd like to get him a lot more shooting. You'd like to get him a. You'd like to get him a you reliable I mean? three point yeah. jumper. Yeah. Uh, well, and no, just like also like give him like. 
you know, somebody on the floor that defenses have to guard. That really, really, is that a present for him or for us? <laughs> I think this that is one him. of those you get him something that we're all going to enjoy. Right, it's like getting their family the we at some point or the, or the place. Jeff, right? this is what we call people helping people. People helping people. Uh, I don't think there's much that he needs except for. Listen, I'd get him sobriety, but but that's uh, who am I to judge? Uh, I did, I did, uh, because over at the early word over at the Daily Memphian, it was pointed out that he's a Leo. So I did go to the um, to the uh, to see what it, what 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 they have to what the horoscope says if you're born today. Oh boy! Okay, ready? So let's see if we let's see if we agree with this. If you were born today, August tenth, your personality is colorful, inventive, and intriguing. Okay, yeah, I think seems right. Checks out. You often seem to choose the more difficult path in life. Checks out. <laughs> as perhaps you find it more satisfying. Although it may not be evident to acquaintances, you tend to be a worrier, mostly about security and finances. Also, I don't know. About, I, I, don't know. I don't buy I'm not, listen, I saw the way he spread those dollar yeah, bills across this. But how about every time he rolls an ankle? He is a worrier. Yes. Yeah, no, it's just you're exactly, the, the securities no, and finances, exactly, I agree. Right. He stays down for a yes. while. You crave variety and are at your best when you have freedom of movement. Mm-hmm. Definitely he's big on freedom of movement. Some level of independence and the ability to get away now and again to, like, places in Florida, for mm-hmm. example. Or Arizona. Or, or, or Denver. Mm-hmm. Just get away from yep. it all, right? However, you are also dependable with those you love most. We hope this is true. Yeah. Oh, I think with those you love most. I think yeah, I mean, is. I think yeah, he's right. pretty... I think it's yeah, pretty obvious yeah. he's, he's, he might be too loyal to his people. Now, here, I, I, a little bit difficult here. I, I, I'm, I'm parting ways with the horoscope writer at this point. Routine is to be avoided. There seems to be greater luck in your life with changes and when your creativity is allowed to blossom. I think routine is to be embraced, I'll be honest. I think a little routine to be embraced at this point. Well, but I think it's like the difference between... Unless art- the routine is like strip joints and guns, then right. avoid that routine. But the question is like, does he need movement to be like an artiste? I think that's correct. But I think some routine anyway. Well, you know, none of these things are spot on. Here you go. You are vital and competitive and able to put your emotions aside when necessary. You are also proud and have an occasional domineering streak. You tend to fare better in love later in life. I can't speak to that. Like the, the until like the last part, I would say that kind of checked out. Your birthday year forecast. There's a lot here. There's a lot here. They don't. They don't short chain. They don't short you on your birthday. I did not take you for being a horoscope guy. Well, you learned something. How long have we been together now? Uh, this probably year like eight. To, I, what I really like is when my sun and my moon is in harmony. Mm, who doesn't? Who doesn't like my sun and moon and your sun and moon in harmony? Uh, here it says about Ja. The year ahead should be satisfying and balanced overall. You are uncomfortably, you are, that's good, satisfying and balanced. I like that. You are in comfortable demand and personally popular. Yep. And you are able to achieve a decent balance between work and play, personal and professional life. For the most part, you are on top of your game. It says game right mm-hmm. here. For the most part, you are on top of your game this year and positive connections with others can be made fairly easily. 
That's a Marcus Smart reference, Derrick mm. Rose reference right there. Can you, I mean, how transparent can this be? It's right there. With the ability to handle your emotions successfully, there is less stress on both your mind and body. Your self-confidence and positive attitude will reward you. I think this all sounds great, Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. Ability to handle your emotions successfully. That's what we're striving for, right? Exactly. Less stress. Okay. Then we hear we, they do not freaking, they do not shortchange us here. There can be times when your varied interests lead to feeling scattered or pulled in a number of directions, and you could find yourself very busy and perhaps in demand. Mm. However, it's also a strong year for making connections. There's another Marcus Smart, Derek Rose thing. Communicating, reaching out, and many learning many useful tidbits. Bursts of creativity and energy emerge at seemingly perfect times, playoffs, and help you to further your goals, playoffs. Healthy risk-taking is likely this year, as you are more able to spot an opportunity when you see one. It is easier than usual to break free from habits that have previously held you back from going after what you want in life. Easier than usual to break free from habits that have previously held you back. This sounds like a Queen song. I want to break free. <sighs> it goes on, I'll, I'll be honest, forever. <laughs> I, I have not read even half of it. So I'll cut to the summary. The year holds good energy for new opportunities. So is this 2023 holds good energy for Leo's? Yeah, or is it going for, it's, it's this year till next birthday, I okay. think is what it is. The birthday year. You're optimistic and ready to take on a challenge. Despite some ups and downs, your social life is colorful and dynamic. You're making significant connections this year. There we go. John Morant, I've given it to you. You heard it. You heard it here first. Mm -hmm. You heard it here first, ladies you and gentlemen. You know, I'm also a Leo, too. What is a what? what I, I think I, it's like the end of July. I've never. What I was, does a Leo. Uh, what are the characteristics of a Leo? I thought you just read them. No, no. I read. No, I read the exact. I read exactly what is going to happen. I thought you read in, in the beginning, John, though, as a Leo. Oh, uh, th there's an. Did I? Yeah, it was all birthday oriented. I hear. Here you go. Leo sign attributes. Strengths. Generous. Loyal, energetic, enthusiastic. Weakness. I don't. I'm not. I'm not mm -hmm. pointing any fingers here, Jeffrey. Mm -hmm. Arrogant, mm -hmm. luxury seeker, careless, and self complacent. Yeah, those. None of those apply. <laughs> uh, and then it says compatibility. Good compatibility. Oh, natural affinity. And I. I don't think we have time to check out who on the who on the team fits this. Natural affinity with the Aries. The Gemini, the Libra, and the Sagittarius. Not good compatibility with the Taurus or the Scorpio. Mm. Anyway, happy birthday to John Moran. Hope you're celebrating <laughs> quietly. Hope you're celebrating quietly and peacefully uh, wherever you may be. Uh, a couple other bits of news, Jeffrey. Uh, realignment, as you said yesterday when we talked about all of this, uh, just because they're looking at SMU doesn't mean they're moving ahead with SMU. Correct. And not only that, uh, let's see, the, 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 they're not moving, don't, don't appear they're moving ahead with Stanford or Cal either. The story over at ESPN, significant roadblocks. And here's the roadblock. No money. <laughs> 
It doesn't doesn't enhance doesn't enhance the TV package. That's the roadblock. Stanford and Cal do not bring sufficient value to the ACC. As for uh, talks with SMU, uh, again, according to the story in uh, over at ESPN, those talks are quote not headed anywhere. Um, in order to and and you you've also pointed out this is a interesting time for the ACC because if someone wants to get out for next year, they've got to announce by Tuesday. Correct. So there is some time crunch here. Um, but if they were to, and, and, and so one of the, the thoughts was, listen, we, we may take in more teams to cushion ourselves if others leave, but you need a three-quarters vote to do that. They didn't even get to a vote. They haven't gotten to a vote. Right, because they're not going to take a vote unless they know. And they need a three-quarters vote. And a three-quarters vote is 12 of 15. Notre Dame gets a vote. Even though they're not a football member, they get a vote. And by the way, Notre Dame wants some evidently to take Stanford and Cal. And then people are like, "What are you? why do you have a say in this, Notre Dame? Like, join us, and then you can have a say in this, right? Yes. And uh, so 12 out of 15, that is pretty substantial. What do you see here? So... At first, none of this made sense until you're also getting some some rumblings that it's possible the ACC, like this is like one of their last-ditch Hail Marys to try to get Notre Dame, in which, hey, Notre Dame, you want Stanford and Cal? Fine, we'll do it if you join. Why would Notre Dame do that? That's the problem. Notre Dame still, most people in the industry are acting as if Notre Dame is going to get their TV deal with with NBC. So if that is indeed the case, it doesn't make much sense. However, if Notre Dame's sitting there going, well, what if the next 18 months for linear television isn't great and all of a sudden we think we're going to have this deal done and there's no money? Well, if Notre Dame goes to the ACC, ESPN's going to rip up that contract immediately and all of a sudden the ACC, they probably don't get, they probably don't get Big Ten SEC money, but they are somewhere in between like they would, they'd certainly, you know, get probably the upwards of fifty million. Um, okay, your prediction. Nothing happens. And your prediction with the orphaned four out there, broadly speaking. I think Cal, we're going to go into the year. Stanford, if, Washington State, Oregon. They're going to go in as the orphaned four with no resolution. Correct. I think. I think at this point, Oregon State and Washington State begrudgingly are going to go to the Mountain West. I will believe that Stanford goes to the Mountain West when I see it. So one of the things I uh, – I, 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 here's what I think. As this pertains to Memphis, I think Memphis has almost given up. I, I, not given up, but I think – listen, there was – Are we a, talking about the fan base or no, like no, the, the, the decision yeah. makers? I think they'd understand what's happening. I think they know where they are. And indeed, one of the theories was that's being thrown around now is that, hey, this could all be good for Memphis because what's going to happen is football is going to split off on its own. And then basketball and things will be more important and that'll be more advantageous for Memphis. I would ask you this. If we play this to the end, okay, that, that quote-unquote football is going to split off. Okay. And, be- and indeed become professionalized. Probably contracts, play the players, et cetera. What does that look like? Well, I mean, what do we, like, I've heard, like, people will throw that phrase out. Oh, football's going to split off. What does that mean? Does that mean that just, like, take 
every every school that plays football at a high level, right? The 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 the, the forty best football programs are they going to have a football only conference, and everything else is going to exist other some under some other umbrella, including basketball? So I, you're asking the same question that that I'm asking. I think what it looks like is a quote unquote super league, and you'll probably have instead of conferences you'll have divisions. Okay, so so let's just say let's let's do this. Let's, so essentially uh, Alabama's in the AFC South or whatever Correct. it is, right? Yeah. Isn't it college, the CFC yeah. College Football of America, the CFA South. Correct. Okay. All right, so that that happens and we have well, however many teams, 40 teams, whatever it is, 30 whatever playing football, okay? Under these divisions. What happens to the rest of Alabama's sports program? Are they? Are they? Do they separately join a conference for that, or is in fact, in other words, I have a hard time imagining. But I, 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 I'm willing to consider anything that basketball is going to exist completely apart from football, or that, by the way, if football is com- is professionalized, the, the basketball, basketball will also follow. be professionalized. Because in the end, if they sit there and they look at, well, this basketball tournament's making. You know, a, a billion dollars a year. Are they really just going to sit there and go? So you guys can have the billion. Yeah, you, you can have that. Like that's not typically. And our basketball players going to say, "Yeah, it's fine for football players to be professionalized and get contracts, but we're not going to like." Is that going to happen? Either? I, like, I would find that hard to believe because if eventually attorneys are going to attorneys are so going to sniff a buck. If you're imagining this quote unquote super conference, would it not actually involve basketball that too? That to me is the fear. Like I. I think if you could tell a lot of people, like, hey, we're going to let football go do its own thing, and then the rest will essentially stay similar to what it is, I think most people would probably sign up for that. I think the fear is... but And stay where it is would be in these conferences that are honestly built around football conferences, or would all the conferences at that point reform, you know, uh, to be... Like, if that were happening, you could imagine a world where all these other conferences, in a perfect world, this would make sense to me. Football goes off and does its own thing. And then all the other conferences say, well, this made no sense. We only did this for football. Why is Rutgers playing Oregon? Why is, like, whatever? Let's reform around conferences that make sense yeah. for Olympic sports and even basketball because there's that many more games, right? But I just don't see that happening. I don't see everybody saying going back, starting from fresh, and realigning into conferences that make sense, although that would make sense to me. Literally, if you could just take football, make it go do be its own self, and then go make the the rest of the conferences what they were in 1978, like or something, right? That would make sense to me. But they're not going to do that. So, what I think is, what I think will end up driving this is, it seems obvious to me. We can we can bury our heads in the sand and deny all we want, but. It seems like private equity money is coming to this world sooner rather than later. And when private equity is going to get involved, they're going to sit there and look at, well, we've got this one entity that makes all of the money, and then we've got this other entity that loses millions a year. So we're going to go ahead and figure out a way to... The problem is, is Title IX will still apply to Title... Just because you're private equity money... Doesn't mean that's why I think like the, can, the, the, can, the, the, the what I'm what I envision is that they're going to split it off to where it doesn't apply. Like it's its own business. It's not even, and I'm sure it's going to be for profit. You can't say the university. 
No, yeah. like, are they going to license their names? School's going to license their names? Like, I have where this is heading, but it's it's awesome. It doesn't seem great. Uh, and then just to take up one more topic here, I don't. I said this on Gabe's show. Uh, I I think John is really has his finger on the pulse of Memphis basketball and the University of Memphis and and honestly the fan base and everything else. But he's also an emotional guy. Mm-hmm. He runs hot, and so and then and so when when discouragement hits, right? When something bad happens, he's like, ah, "It's over. I'm done. I'm whatever." And then he goes to let's drop football, right? Yeah. With all due respect, I, I just like no one is talking about dropping football. Memphis is not. The, the, here's the truth. Football was not created as a way to get into the Power Five. It didn't even exist. Like, football was created because people like football. Yeah. And they like eating chicken wings on Tiger Lane, and they like getting together and rooting for their team, and it is a part of the Memphis brand. And I suppose if football becomes so expensive and such a drag and the university is so strapped that there may come some time when they have to figure out how to spend less money on football or whatever else, but I just I don't understand and I don't at all approve of, celebrate, or even acknowledge it as any kind of reality that they are ever going to drop football. Like, they're about to build, they're about to put $100 million. Maybe it's not $200 because who knows what kind of public money they're going to get. Sure. They're about to put $100 million bucks into the Liberty Bowl. I guess the question— They're not dropping football. They're just going to have a football program like— you know, and maybe it'll look more like Rhodes' football program as opposed to— or, or whatever, like uh, Tennessee State's football program or— but they're going to have a football program, and people like football. The The problem that I've always had with the whole drop football argument is, okay, if you drop football, like, what does that get you? Because the, the, the inevitable thought is, well, it gets you more money for basketball, and it's like, does it? Because football, despite, you know, despite ups and downs, it still makes a good amount of revenue. No, I think it makes no amount of revenue. It loses money. Football loses money. At the but even when you consider the TV contract, because so much of the TV contract is, like, we can even talk about how small uh, the TV can- I think football loses money. But, um, because, and the reason is, some of it's just accounting money. Like, you have this many scholarships, right? Sure. And, and it's not actual real dollars. Like, if there is an offensive tackle uh, from Georgia who comes and plays football at Memphis, right? right? On the books- they have to say that is out of state, out of state tuition, eighty grand, whatever the hell it is, yeah. forty grand yeah. for the year, room and board, and whatever else, right? And the truth of the matter is, what does it actually cost you to have that player here on campus? Marginal cost of actually having that person here, yeah, three thousand dollars. I mean, I don't yeah, five thousand dollars. What he eats or whatever sure. else, like what is the marginal cost of adding that player? But you have to, for for accounting purposes, count him as whatever out of state tuition, room and board is for the year. So. I don't know that it's real dollars, I, I, but 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 I, it doesn't get you it doesn't get you anything except now you don't have a football program that people enjoy, and and Memphis has never been. You say, well, Memphis isn't. They're kind of competing with the big boys. They've never competed with the big boys. They've played them from time to time, and they've they got into a Cotton Bowl once. But yeah. like, the, whatever charm and enjoyment there has been out of Memphis football has never been because they are some power team that has a chance to win a national championship. Yes. It's because it's a fun scene on a Saturday. Yes. And it can keep being that. And so I just, 
I almost hate to waste time on it because it's so preposterous. It's not one of the things that's being considered. Might it be de-emphasized or might, might it as a lever to get into the, like, should probably be de-emphasized. But no, there, and I, I think talking about it is destructive, honestly. Well, I'm just with you. Like, I don't ever see, I don't think we have, I'm like, I guess never say never. Uh, Taylor Swift's running the world, so might as well quote her on that. But at the same time, it's like, I don't see where that's a reality yet. Right. It's not. I, I, I don't believe it is among the things being contemplated. So, all right, we're going to come back. Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. We got right in the right trivia after that. Got some NFL stuff I wanted to talk about, and then I did want to talk a little bit about the column that I wrote today at the Daily Memphian. We'll do all that next. When we return, Jeff Calkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Ryan Horvath with BetQL. The Baltimore Ravens open up their preseason campaign this Saturday night at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Ravens open up as hefty six-point favorites in this game, and there's a reason for that. Head coach John Harbaugh is 38-16-1 all-time against the spread in preseason action, including a 20-0 record in preseason games going back to the 2016 season. I'm Ryan Horvath. Bet smarter and beat the books with BetQL, and download the BetMGM app today. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail, the ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We're talking with Justin Wynn, the GM of Red River Ford Toyota in Wynn. Good morning, Justin. Hey, Dennis. It's good to be here. I'm glad to be on Memphis Radio. I tell you, we've got a lot of good things going on. For the last couple of years, you've seen dealers battle the shortage of new car inventory. You've seen prices on new cars going up. Well, those days are coming in. We've been able to build a supply of new car inventory sitting here on the lot. So you're actually able to come by, look at vehicles, drive vehicles, push the button, smell that new car 
car smell. I've got plenty of new Toyotas sitting here in stock. I've got new Ford sitting here in stock. I have access to over 700 quality pre-owned vehicles. So if you don't see something that's going to fit your needs and wants, please let us know. More than likely, we have that at one of our other locations. I'll deliver it straight to your driveway, just like I will with any vehicle purchase. There's no need to cross the river and come over, but you do need to give us a call. 870-238-7770. And of course, we're always open at RedRiverFordToyota.com. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare cancellation guide absolutely free. Call 800-330-2929. That's 800-330-2929. 800-330-2929. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. DQ presents... Mmm. That's the sound of someone seeing the DQ $7 meal deal. Mmm. And that's the sound of someone deciding if they want the original cheeseburger or three-piece chicken strips with their $7 meal deal. Mmm. And that's the sound of someone digging into their choice of original cheeseburger or three-piece chicken strips, plus regular fries, a drink, and a sundae. <laughs> Sounds pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Grab the full-size $7 meal deal only at DQ. Happy tastes good. Watch parties aren't what they used to be. Welcome to today's matinee. Ever since we got Xfinity, my little sister and her friends can easily stream all their favorite stuff. We'll start with two episodes of Top Chef, then Chopped. When I was a kid, we'd worry about buffering. Now they just worry about what's on the charcuterie board. Enjoy these fine meats and cheeses. Mm. These are just cut up hot dogs and spray cheese. Indeed. The best way to stream your favorites is on the Xfinity 10G network. Introducing the best value in live TV and streaming on the best network with Xfinity Internet and Now TV. Now through August 28th, get internet on the Xfinity 10G network for $30 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. Plus, add Now TV with Peacock Premium, a $5.99 a month value included at no extra cost for just $20 a month. Switch today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Now TV requires Xfinity Internet. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. Stream Top Chef on Peacock. Fresh produce is the best produce. That's why at Kroger, we invest in local farmers to bring you the freshest seasonal picks. So no matter how you shop, your local produce always tastes 100% fresh. Or you get a 100% refund, guaranteed. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get summer festival savings on California yellow or white peaches or nectarines. Just 99 cents a pound with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. From brilliant to beautiful, we've heard lots of words used to describe the Sissy's Log Cabin experience, but we think one sums it up best, extraordinary. Here, you'll find an unparalleled selection, impeccable service, and an experience that makes you feel like family. Shop online at sissyslogcabin.com or stop by one of our six locations. 
find your trusted jeweler for a lifetime only at Sissy's Log Cabin because life's too short for ordinary jewelry. Women's soccer is on the world stage, and there's no better place to get in on the action than on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. England's the favorite now, but don't sleep on Spain. You've got England at plus 200 and Spain at plus 340. Just go to FanDuel.com slash jsmith to join today. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com again slash Smith to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire in seven days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at one 800 889-9789. That's 1-800-889-9789. AutoZone is more than a parts store. It's where we help you solve problems like, sorry I'm late, my battery died. And, I need a jump again. At America's number one battery destination, you can find the right battery at the right price with options starting at only $89.99. And we offer free battery testing and charging whenever you need it. Get the parts and help you need to get the job done right at AutoZone. Get in AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Every business seeks an advantage, whether it's having the best location, hiring top talent, or spotting trends before they happen. And now, the United States Postal Service can give your business a new advantage. Introducing USPS Ground Advantage. Reliable and affordable two- to five-day package shipping. It's the advantage you need at the price you want. Get the Ground Advantage at USPS.com advantage. The United States Postal Service. Delivering for America. The second half of the baseball season is here, and each game means a little, a little bit, bit more. We're talking pennant races and wild card chases, with each pitch bringing us closer to the playoffs. The free Odyssey app lets you listen to live play-by-play of your local team. So no matter what you're up to, you'll never have to miss another game. Download the free Odyssey app today and keep baseball close by all summer long. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. So, uh, a Facebook friend sent me a... Uh, an email, Jeffrey, today, and it uh, it's the 10 U.S. cities everybody wants to move to right now, okay? And uh, is some, some, it could, some, some surprising cities, etc. cetera. Uh, and uh, among them are one, Phoenix, two, Chicago, three, Atlanta, four, Dallas, I don't know if these are in order, but this is just, uh, they think of as 10, 5 Myrtle Beach, 6 Minneapolis, 7 St. Louis, 8 Tampa, 10 Charlotte, and 9 Memphis. Take that for data. From Realtor.com. How about that? 
buyers looking for affordable real estate heading to Memphis, Tennessee. Most affordable by size of any place on our list at $160 per square foot for the median listing. 29% below the national average. For the median home price of $325,000, a buyer could get a sprawling four-bedroom home on a large lot with a neighborhood country club and a golf course nearby. Unrelated to that, I was, I'll be honest, I was surprised to see Memphis on the list that said 10 cities that people are moving to now. <laughs> Yesterday I was driving along and I was listening to a show on another station and the host was almost gleeful in explaining how people are fleeing Memphis, right? And I have had heard anecdotal so, so stories about people leaving Memphis, but we've had, we had Sam Hardiman on here, and he said the census data doesn't, you know. Let, right. let, let's look at the data, ladies and gentlemen. The data doesn't, doesn't, doesn't suggest that. Here's my point. Don't believe everything you, you know, that, that, that the fear mongers might say. Believerealtor.com. Second, second point is... If you happen to be selling your house to one of these people who are desperate to get into Memphis, I'd call Josh Heisa. Josh sells the midsouth.com. 901-461-8147. 901-461-8147. More than 285-star Google reviews. And if you're worried about selling your house, here's a deal whereby they'll price it, they'll market it, and if it doesn't sell within 45 days, He'll step in and make the mortgage payments himself or buy the house uh, so you don't have to worry about it because that is one of the fears when you're selling the house. Despite what Realtor.com might say, you might be worried, I'm not sure I'm going to have good luck selling this house. And uh, believe me, uh, with Josh Heisel, it's a guarantee. 901-461-8147, 901-461-8147. Josh sells the midsouth.com. All right, we have a whole bunch to get to, Jeffrey, including uh, news about Phil Mickelson who seemed, and we always suspected this, Jeffrey, he seemed to like to place the occasional wager. Mm-hmm. How, how occasional and how big a wager, and what's the, where's this coming from? Well, Jeff, uh, the latest uh, Phil Mickelson news comes from an, a forthcoming book from Billy Walters inside Phil Mickelson's Is he related gambling. to Norby? I do not Billy, believe so. Norby? No, different Walters? I believe... Uh, the everyone everyone Who is knows Billy Walters. He has a book coming out. Billy Walters is known honestly for his friendship with Phil Mickelson, <laughs> and particularly that his gambling, correct? His involvement, his knowledge of his gambling, correct? All right. So uh, Phil, uh, uh, Billy did not. He's not keeping this on the down low, evidently. So what has he said? So the the big takeaways that we have, and we just have an excerpt. Alan Shipnuck over at the Fire Pit Collective mm-hmm. has posted the excerpt. Um, the big ones are, uh, they said it was nothing for Phil to bet $20,000 a game on a long shot, five team NBA parlays or wager a hundred thousand or 200,000 a game on football, basketball, and baseball. According to Walters, based on my detailed betting records and additional records provided by the sources, here's a snapshot of Phil's gambling habit between 2010 and 2014. He bet $110,000 to win $100,000, a total of 1,115 times. What? Wait, say that again? He bet... So his basic, his right. unit would be 100 grand. He bet 100 grand to win... Or 110 grand to win 100 grand. To win 100 grand. 1,115 times. Oh On 858 God. occasions, he bet 220 grand to win $200,000. 
the sum of those 1,973 gross wagers came to more than $311 million. In 2011 alone, he made 3,154 bets, an average of nine per day. On one day in uh, 2011, he made 43 bets on Major League Baseball games, resulting... Holy crap, 43? I got to be honest with you, like... Is it easy? Yeah, like, uh, during a college football Saturday, like, that's a high end, but it's like, yeah, this can easily happen. You can do that, because you're betting on all kinds of things. So, 43 bets, resulting in $143,500 in losses. That means he basically just went, like, 500 Considering what his his betting amount is, God. so that's like it's it reads. So he didn't get wiped out. I mean, he did get wiped out. Correct. But he didn't. It wasn't. He but just, like he just basically went dead even that day. Like he went dead even on bets. And so there's to show, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. when 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 Jeffrey's bets comes, uh-huh. it's not easy to do what he does. Correct. On this show, when except he gives last year, ten crisp one hundred dollar mm-hmm. bills. Okay. Uh, based on our relationship and what I've since learned from others, Bill's gambling losses approached. Not forty million, as previously reported, but much closer to one hundred million. In all, he wagered a total of more than one billion dollars during the past three decades. That's insanity. Yeah, <sighs> total insanity. It's, uh, it's almost like he was a man. His his actions are clearly of a man that has been desperate for cash. His actions lately have been, yes, a man who is desperate for cash. Helps explain a lot. Yes. uh, What is happening. By the way, uh, related to that, Jay Monahan did speak yesterday to the media and to the national media and and said uh, that he he blew the way this was rolled out. Should have told the players. And um, Jeff, he said he he was ineffective. He said he has to regain the trust, their trust. And it is interesting to me. Like the part of it that I found the most interesting – was that he stepped away because of anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I know it's easy. Like, I I have no sympathy for Jay Mon- Like, sympathy for Jay Monahan, whatever, what he's done. I'm not a fan, whatever else. But I am constantly struck by how effed up we all are, <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Like, we talk about mental illness um, here's the truth. If you want to get a therapist, it's really hard. If you want to get your insurance to pay for a therapist, it's really hard. If you want, like, and everyone is dealing with, maybe there are people out there who are just happy or just, who are not happy because you're not, that's not the measure who are, who Content. are balanced, who are, uh, who are balanced and at ease with their emotions. And, and, but most of us, I think have something. You know, I think most, and anxiety is a, it, it, like, there's depression, mm-hmm. which a lot of people wrestle with. That has been less my thing. I've, I don't think I've ever been a sort of classic depression guy. But anxiety? 100%. Like, and so then there you are in the midst of this, and you're just getting pummeled. And to have so much, quote, unquote, anxiety that he has to step away, hey, he was in a bad way. And I, again, I'm not like, I don't think he's, I don't, I don't love what he's done here, but it is fairly striking. And it's, I think it's nice that in this day and age, you can actually, think, like, this is golf, by the way. This is like, this is button down golf. You can acknowledge that you had to step away from something because 
anxiety that was having an impact on your health and your family and everything else. And it didn't feel like, I mean, listen, is this like, uh, is this like uh, Urban Meyer when anxiety right. drove him away? But I actually think Urban Meyer is kind of a mess too. Don't you think that? Yeah. Again, I not mean, saying it forgives his sliminess, right? Right. But it is striking how how much of a mess we all are. And by the way, Jay Monahan has all the money and all the like. Yeah, he got. It he had access to. It like, doesn't insulate you if you are living paycheck to paycheck and have actual things to be anxiety about, as uh, anxious, anxious about. about yeah. Um, I, I think it's that much more devastating. It's no. It's no surprise to me that all these. Phone-in therapists have jumped up, whatever BetterHelp.com yes. or whatever else, um, because we're all left up. That's my general view. Yes, I mean, there's we're all human, and I think also like there's now more of a recognition of like the, I don't know. I just don't think there's necessarily like the stigma. Like no, no one really judges you anymore for getting no. help. Like in, and I think that has also Do led you think to the it's rise. Totally gone. I mean, totally, probably not. Like, I don't. Is mostly, anything ever? Though, yeah, but like, mostly. Yes. If you're getting help, how about if you go to rehab? I think it's the same. I, I think more people would Applaud celebrate you. you. I think yeah. more people would celebrate you than than would judge that's you. That's right, and I think that's good. Um, uh, you know who might have a little anxiety right now? Aaron Rodgers. Yesterday they did a. Uh, they're doing a joint practices with Carolina, mm-hmm. and it's all been great so far, right? Best guy ever leader he's going to lead this team to well in the uh didn't go well in the in the and I was as you can imagine I, you to took this. no pleasure in this <laughs> whatsoever hear this. yeah listen I grasp onto what I can grasp onto and the uh they did a three and out drill to end the practice the joint practice with the Carolina I mean a three uh, they did a uh two minute drill yeah it was just it, it ended up being a three and out drill mm-hmm. they did a two minute drill to end their practice with Carolina and uh Went three and out, twice under severe pressure, had to throw the ball away. Mm -hmm. He said, um, he said the run game, the front handled things pretty well, but the pass game, there were some issues. Mm -hmm. Protection. I hope he gets pummeled. I'll be completely honest about that. Now, Dwayne Brown has not been playing. He's going to be the left tackle ultimately. But offensive line is a question for the Jets. Like, lots of weapons, lots of defense. Offensive line is a question. I hope he gets just destroyed. Well, Jeff, I, I, can, I, Sorry. Can even, I can even help pile on a little yes, bit. Yes, please. Um, one thing that, again, we're, we're subject to what Hard Knocks shows us. But what Hard Knocks was showing us, particularly early, was that that Jets defense was very susceptible to Aaron Rodgers carving him up. Maybe that defense isn't even Maybe that good. Maybe the defense isn't that good. Mm-hmm. Well, one can hope. Uh, I still think it's a good thing the Bills are playing in week one. Get them week one before they've yep. figured it all out. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> also, what? you got more. I'm sorry. You got, there's more bad news that you had to digest. Oh, what's that? Um, turns out uh, when your boy was a little skeptical of when they came out and just said that uh, said that Joe Burrow had a strained calf, Uh Zach Taylor has said uh, it's going to be several weeks from when I said it was going to be several weeks. It's going to be several weeks from when I said it was going to be several weeks. Yeah. Okay, so what is your I, – I feel, I feel bad. I feel dirty. Well, Joe Burrow is one of my favorite players I to know. watch. So like, I feel dirty correct. saying that in, in any way. But I also can't stand when people do the – when we and, saw the video and he's got a calf sleeve on 
and in non-contact. So you think you were being lied to? Yes. And That's you, what I can't. And then yeah. everyone's like, oh, no, he said it's, it's a couple weeks. It's good. Just strain. It's like they hadn't even well, looked at anything. Well, different. His teammates who said it were just being hopeful teammates. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. But when the organization Correct. says that, you, like you They hadn't even seen the MRI yet. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I'm not going to take. I'm not going to celebrate that. But you can't uh, celebrate the, the, the two-minute drill. But I can't celebrate a failed two-minute drill on and Aaron Rodgers um, getting pummeled. And then finally, I want to talk just a little bit about the column that I wrote today. Uh, I don't really write about sports as much anymore. But I went out to the golf tournament uh, because I like the golf tournament, and I celebrate it as a civic event. And um, and Jack Sammons, who's the general chairman of the golf tournament, and is just one of the truly great talkers in Memphis. Like he is a absolute. Uh, he, he he's he believes in Memphis. He proselytizes for Memphis. He sells Memphis. He like and he makes you just want to run through a wall. Yes, for Memphis. So they had a um, before the tournament. They had this gathering at Folks Folly that they do. Now it's sort of a tradition and they have the, whatever, they have the course superintendent, uh, grounds crew, head of the grounds crew and various people who are engaged in throwing the tournament. They give them a big dinner in preparation for the tournament at folks folly. And, uh, as Jack Salmon said that we kill some steers, eat some potatoes, tell some stories. Well, the story that he started with was from it's a wonderful life. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll read just a little bit from the column here. He says, St. Peter is talking to Clarence the angel. Now, okay, to interrupt. It wasn't St. Peter. I had to look this up. Are you a fan of It's a Wonderful Life? Uh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I cannot be a fan of It's like one of my Stewart. dad's favorite yeah. movies, yeah. So anyway, so um, it turns out it's not St. Peter. It's in the movie script, it's the senior angel is talking to Clarence. But. I'm going to forgive Jack that because here he goes on to say, so St. Peter tells Clarence, you've got a chance to earn your wings, but you've got to go down and help this guy, Salmon said. So Clarence says to St. Peter, what? Is he sick? And, and P- St. Peter says, no, worse. He's discouraged. And Jack went on to say, that's where we are in Memphis a little bit. We're discouraged. And... um Honestly, we're discouraged for all the reasons that you understand. How many people are without power today, Jeffrey? Like, there are people who are out power again today, and I'm not blaming them. We had huge storms last night. That that will happen. But there's the crime. There's the power outages. There's the tainted water in Germantown. There's the uh, never-ending search for a school superintendent. There's the 10,265. Tragedies, uh, you know, the death of Eliza Fletcher and the death of Tyree Nichols and the poverty, like all of it. Last night, there was a... Uh, ambulance stolen from in front of a Lebanon that then smashed into people. Um, and so like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff, but the problem is, is that when you then get discouraged, that becomes its own challenge because the discouragement stops you from tackling the problems that made you discouraged in the first place. And all you have to do, honestly, like it is easy to get down about where we are right now. There's no question about it. And the, uh, and the conference realignment stuff doesn't help, but I sometimes the unrelenting focus on the bad is, is it's not constructive. It's it's not almost constructive. And it seems like we've gotten to the point where people almost take pleasure in it and it ignores like, 
all the good. Like, I, I know this city, like, I compared to the place that I moved to in 96. I mean, just like you walk around, walk around the Hyde Lake at Shelby Farms. Holy smokes. Like, all of Memphis is there. It's, it's, it's like the United Nations out there. Like, it's unbelievably great place. We're about to have a new river park open. Um, the, the, the Brooks Art Gallery is going to be absolutely spectacular on the bluff. We've got, an, in FedEx and St. Jude, two, like, it's not like there aren't building blocks here. Like, two of the great institutions in their category in the world. One of the truly great hospitals in the world that, that takes care of sick kids for free. And, and by the way, brings lots of smart people to Memphis to work on, on, on FedEx, which is like world-class elite company. Um, again, bring lots of smart people. Uh, to it, This idea that we're like going to be down forever just seems insane to me. And the discouragement contributes to it. And so that's why Jack talked about that. And the truth of the matter is he knows of what he speaks because all you have to do is look back to 2009 or 2010 when Stanford Financial was exposed as a complete fraud. And at that point, they had disbanded the charity arm. Like, they had nothing. They didn't have a bank account. They had nothing. They didn't have a tournament sponsor. And St. Jude Classic, yeah. Jack, yeah, it was called the St. Jude Classic. Jack said he had a breakfast to try to rally the troops at, at the Holiday Inn over there at the, at the University of Memphis. And, uh, and you know, we're going to get it. Four people showed up. And there was all kinds of talk about the tournament leaving. And some people saying it's like they do about Memphis football now. People really care anyway, you know. And so you can feel discouraged at that moment or you can get to work. That's that's the answer. Like, truly, you can feel discouraged at that moment you can get to work. And, um, And listen, it's easy to say, like, I'm not saying golf tournament and a city are the same. You know, the city problems of a city are a lot bigger than the problems and more important than the problems of a golf tournament. But I am struck by, so there was this early, earlier there was this, uh, in February, there was a, it was in Palm Springs, California, and there was an auction. And, uh, and they were auctioning off spots in today's Celebrity Am, which is, let's be honest, it's not a great, like it's not even on the, it's not at no, South it's Spring Creek. It's at yeah, Spring, Spring Creek. Creek. It's a nice event, whatever else, but it's, it conflicts with the tournament and whatever. And so they're selling, they're selling you know, trips to Paris and on first-class flights and beautiful art and, like, all this incredible stuff that's going up for auction to raise money for St. Jude. And then they're selling a spot in this, two spots in this tournament uh, today. And uh, and the auctioneer literally at this point, because this is in February when there was not a, lot of, not a lot of positive national news about Memphis, and it's in Palm Springs, and the auctioneer says to Jack, you sell this one. And Jack gets up there. And he just starts talking about the city. And he says, there's a reason that Danny Thomas stuck that hospital here in Memphis. Miraculous hospital that does miraculous things. There's a reason that FedEx uh, put its world headquarters in Memphis. Um, he told a story about Elvis when Elvis came back from being in the Army and was asked by young Charles Kuralt, what do you miss about Memphis? And he said, okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.